the story ninjas in the house bringing story time to you wherever you are listening ninjas of all ages gather round and let's settle into story time today we'll be reading not so fast jongololo story and pictures by nikki daily Nikki Dale is one of my very favorite local authors, illustrators and artists. So let's find out what he's going to be sharing with us in not so fast Shongololo. Listen to the noise. Wae, wae. Uzuti is crying. Adelaide is shouting. Mongi, give me back my yellow pen. Mama calls. Shepherd, get up. Come on, shepherd. Mr. Motiki's dog is barking at someone coming up the road. Shepherd likes doing things slowly. He sings a little, then he pulls on his t-shirt, he plays a little, and then he puts on his shoes. Always tackies. Hmm, they are very, very old tackies. When they were new, they belonged to Mongi, but now they have holes in them, and they belong to Shepherd. Mr. Motiki's dog is still barking at someone coming up the road. Only an old person walks so slowly. Look how she walks a little, and then stops to lean on a stick for a while. Mr. Motiki's dog has stopped barking. Instead, he is wagging his tail. Ah, it's okay. It's only Gogo, Shepherd's old granny. Gogo is old, but her face shines like new shoes. Her hands are large and used to hard work. But when they touch, oh, they are gentle. She rests her hands on Shepherd's shoulders and says, ah, I need someone to help me today. Shepherd keeps quiet and listens carefully. Ah, I must do my shopping in the city. Phew, phew, phew. Those mad cars and the traffic lights. That little green man mixes me up, says Gogo. Mama says, Okay, Shepherd will go with you. He is a big boy now. Shepherd likes doing things slowly. So he walks a little and then he stops to kick an old beer can. Twang! The can dances down the street. Gogo walks slowly behind. Hi, sighs Gogo. She's out of breath when they reach the bus stop. The beer can lies still in the hot street. When the bus comes, it squashes the can flat. <laughs> this makes Shepherd laugh. Ah, stop laughing and help me onto the bus, scolds Gogo. Shepherd doesn't know what he should do. Push or pull his old Gogo. Gogo sees the worried look on his face and laughs. Ha <laughs> ha! Yeah, hold my stick! I'm too old to kick a can down the street, but I can still climb onto a bus. All the bus is full. Standing room only. Shepherd stands close to Gogo. She's wearing her best dress. He counts the colours in the pattern. Red, green, Pink, black, blue, yellow, orange. The bus stops and some people climb out. 
Now Shepherd and Gogo can sit down next to a window. Look, says Gogo, look at all those mad cars. Shepherd knows all about cars. He can tell Gogo the names of all the cars. Volkswagen, Morris, Ford. Gogo thinks he's very clever as he plays his car game all the way to the city. Shoo, says Gogo. So many people. Everyone walks so quickly. Shepherd walks ahead of Gogo. Then he stops and he waits for her. Oh, she looks older in the city. Sometimes while he's waiting for her, Shepherd looks at all the things in the big shop windows. Here is a toy shop. Look, a toy Volkswagen. Here is a shoe shop. See, see, tackies. Shepherd looks down at his old tackies. And then at the ones in the window. They are bright red with stripes down the side. What are you looking at? asks Gogo. Oh, she is caught up at last. Look, Gogo, says Shepherd. Bright red tackies. Gogo looks at the new tackies and then she sees Shepherd's old tackies and she clicks her tongue. Mm. Now they must cross the busy road to reach OK Bazaars. Ooh, there's the little green man, shouts Shepherd. Gogo looks worried. <gasps> so Shepherd takes a hand and leads her slowly across the zebra crossing. Just before they reach the other side, the little green man disappears. Hi, scolds Gogo. That little green man mixes me up. In the big shop, Gogo looks at her shopping list. Mm, she must buy some groceries, a new plastic cloth, a mug, and a bottle to keep beans in. Everything costs so much money. Gogo keeps her money in a little bag, which she pins to the inside of her sleeve. There it is always safe. Now it is time to cross that busy road again. Hi, there's the little green man again. They pass the flower sellers and a clothes shop. <gasps> Look, here's the shoe shop. But those bright red tackies looking so nice and new. Shepherd presses his nose against the shop window for a last look. Come, Shungalolo, calls Gogo. Shongololo is her special name for her grandson. Now see. Instead of passing by, Gogo goes straight into the shoe shop. She really does. Shepard looks at his old shoes. He looks at Gogo's old shoes. Mm, Gogo's old shoes look like worn-out tires on an old car. How much are those red tackies in the window? asks Gogo. Four and... The man replies, ah, Will you see if they fit the boy? asks Gogo. Shepherd takes off his tackies and slowly fits his feet into the new ones. Oh, the man presses around his toes. Ah, they fit him very well, he says. Shepherd feels so happy that it hurts him just to sit still. He looks at Gogo and he gives her a big smile. Shoo, says Gogo as she takes money out of her bag. One, two, three, four rands, she counts. Gogo says that Shepherd may keep on his new tackies. 
He puts his old ones into the new shoebox. Now see how that boy can walk. Not so fast, Chongololo, calls out Gogo. At the bus terminus, Gogo sits down and rests. Shepard sits next to her with his feet on the bench so that he can look at the new tackies. You know, Gogo, says Shepard softly, these are very nice red tackies. Gogo looks down at her old shoes and says, Yes, maybe if I had red tackies with white stripes, I would walk fast. As fast as you. Shepard looks at Gogo. And then they both laugh. Well, listening ninjas, I do hope you've enjoyed the story as much as I've done. A new pair of shoes always put some pip in your step. Just make sure that they're not too tight. So until next time, goodbye. Hello there in the story ninjas in the house. And stories off all, of course. Well, listening ninjas, I do have a story for you called The Sulky Vulture by Sally Grindley and illustrated by Michael Terry. Well, this Sulky Vulture is a beautiful storybook I found a few years back because it reminded me of some little person that I knew. And, well, the book popped up at my local library yet again and I thought I'd love to share this with you so let's settle in for a story time with the sulky vulture and now let's get started eat your dinner said Boris's mum don't like meat said Boris then go without said Boris's dad off stomped Boris with a humph Hmm. Now listen to this. You may recognize this pose. Head pulled down, shoulders hunched up, toes curled in. Boris, the vulture, is sulking. What's the matter, Boris? asked Leo the leopard. I don't like meat, said Boris. Oh, never mind, Boris, said Leo. Let's have a game of chase. Leo chased Boris and caught him straight away. Boris chased Leo, but Leo was too fast. Hmm, I've had enough of this, grumbled Boris. Yes, here we go again. Head pulled down, shoulders hunched up, toes curled in. Boris the vulture is sulking. What's the matter, Boris? asked Flora the zebra. I don't like playing chase, said Boris. Never mind, Boris, said Flora. Let's play hide and seek. Boris hid behind a tree. Flora found him straight away. <gasps> Flora hid in some grass. Boris couldn't find her, though. He looked, and he looked, and he looked. <laughs> I've had enough of this, he grumbled. And yes, here we go again. Head pulled down, shoulders hunched up, toes curled in. 
Boris the Vulture is sulking. What's the matter, Boris? asked Tara the Elephant. I don't like hide and seek, said Boris. Ah, never mind, Boris, said Tara. Let's throw coconuts. Bet I can throw the furthest, said Boris. Well, Boris threw a coconut. Tara threw one further. Boris threw another. (gasps) And hit a rhino on the head. Ooh, the rhino charged. Boris stepped up into a tree and the rhino just missed him. Shh, lucky Boris. But now you know what's next. Head pulled down, shoulders hunched up, toes curled in. Boris, the vulture, is sulking. What's the matter, Boris? asked Marvin the baboon. I don't like rhinos, said Boris. Oh, never mind, Boris, said Marvin. Come on and have a swing. Boris clambered on. Marvin gave a push. Forwards Boris went, and backwards Boris went. Forwards he went, and backwards again. Hold, this is fun, he said. And higher, and higher, and higher he went. Harder, push me harder. Ooh, Marvin pushed him harder, and the swing broke. Oh, yes, head pulled down, shoulders hunched up, toes curled in. Boris the vulture is sulking. What's the matter, Boris, said Boris's mum. I don't like meat, and I don't like playing chase. I don't like hide and seek, and I don't like rhinos. I don't like swings and... and Can I have a cuddle, Mum? Of course you can, said Boris's mum. I'll give you a great big cuddle, and then it's time for bed. But I don't like bed, shouted Boris. Oh, Boris, shouted all the animals. And that's the end of our tale. Poor little Boris, the sulky vulture. I do hope that he finds something that he likes. Don't you? So until next time, I hope you don't find any sulky vultures hiding around in your space. But anyways, goodbye and catch you next time.